You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with uh, Rianne Moyer, uh, who just opened Lovely Bride. And let's talk about, you know, weddings. Let's talk about wedding dresses in, in particular. All girls like to dream about, you know, what they'll be when they grow up. And for most of them, we would imagine that includes, you know, having a wedding someday. And, and what is a wedding without the perfect dress? You know, it can take years of looking at dresses in a magazine to know what you want. And when you finally need it or you have to find it, like how can we find a solution and find an organization locally that can help? Well, we have the solution right here on the Brand Butters Podcast, and one of our favorite uh, brides actually joins us now on the Brand Butters Podcast, and guess what? She just opened her own bridal boutique with designer dresses girls will love. We're so excited to, uh, to, to learn more about this brand. She's a newlywed herself and the owner of Lovely Bride Bridal Shop. Welcome to the podcast, Rianne. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. First Thank podcast. you. Yes. <laughs> oh, first time. First podcast. We love it. We yeah. love first timers. That's awesome. Yep. Well, thank you for taking the time with us today. We we certainly appreciate it. And c- congratulations on your new marriage. We love Thank Rich. You. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, He's, pretty pretty. I love <laughs> <laughs> He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> so tell us, did you always want to own a bridal uh shop or store or boutique? You know, it's funny. I, back in college, I, right when Pinterest started to become very popular, um, I randomly was sketching wedding dresses just for fun. And I always really loved like just the idea of shopping for a wedding dress and um, like the dresses themselves just always kind of fascinated me. So that was super random when I was doing that, I went to school for business. I knew I would be in sales and marketing, um, you know, once I was out of school, but that was just sort of a hobby that almost like circled, you know, full circle, I guess, like years ahead. Um, my friends were like, you're so good at that. Like, what made you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just like drawing them. So, um, I never knew that I would open a bridal shop and that wasn't necessarily a goal for me, but I knew I would somehow like link back to that in a way. I love it. Tell me like with Lovely Bride, this is something so, you know, Rich has some 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 businesses that he runs, but this is actually a um a franchise and mm-hmm. I know by having some conversations you guys did a lot of work on who we're going to team up with, what's going to be the best organization. And if you go and look at Lovely, you know, they've been featured in in Vogue, Fashionista, New the New York, the Huffington Post, Glamour, I mean like everything that you can imagine. Um, tell us a little bit about that process, because I think there's a lot of people listening to this that might want to go and start their own business or maybe getting into the franchise is a great way to, to have something that's a little bit more established, but you can kind of bring your own you know, energy and your own fire into it. Tell us what that process was like. Why did you choose Lovely uh, and, and why does that make a good fit for this Charlotte community? Yeah, well, I could go on and on to answer that question because multiple layers, but to give you a snapshot of how it all happened. Long story short, um, my best friend was getting married. Uh, I was a maid of honor in her wedding and she's the maid of honor in our wedding. And so when she was ready to start shopping, she lives in New York City. She was like, we need to go to this store called Lovely Bride. I know friends who have gone there and it's like so cool. We need to go. So 
I went through that process with her. She ended up finding her dress there. And so then when it was our, you know, our time, like we had gotten engaged, I was like, you know what? I need to shop at that same store. Um, I was going home. I'm from Buffalo originally. So I went home for Thanksgiving and I wanted to shop with my family. They're still there. Um, And we actually had booked a bunch of appointments around Buffalo. Lovely is not in Buffalo, but they're right outside of it. They're in Rochester, um, one of their locations. And I just kept thinking about wanting that experience. So I actually, the night before, canceled all my appointments. And then we drove an hour to Rochester to shop there. I ended up finding my dress that day. And then it was just kind of like, you know, validation all over again. Um, And funny, while we were there, the woman that was helping me, she gave me her business card after we, you know, right when we were about to leave. And it said that she was the owner. And I was like, oh, are you the owner of of Lovely? And she's like, well, I'm the owner of this location and we're a franchise. And I was like, ah, like, that's so weird to me that we don't have one in Charlotte because I had looked, um, you know, leading up to shopping and trying to figure out where I wanted to go. And to be honest, I just nothing really like piqued my interest in Charlotte. So that's why I was like, I'll just go home and handle it there. Um, and she's like, yeah, we, I feel like we should have one in Charlotte. And so anyway, I call Rich on the drive home and I was like, I found my dress. I'm so excited. And, you know, we were talking and then I said, and by the way, babe, this place is a franchise. Don't you think it's so weird? We don't have one in Charlotte. And he's like, yeah, you need to email them. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, I'll email them. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> like, why not? Why not just shoot off an email on the day before Thanksgiving? <laughs> I did. I literally just sent an email. I think it was to the main, like one of their main general inboxes. And I just said, interested in franchise opportunities. Um, and the next day, Lainey, the founder of the company, replied back and she said, Oh, which city are you interested in? And I said, Charlotte. And she's like, that's perfect because it's number one on our list. When can I talk to you? I was like, wow. Ah. I'm like, well, that escalated. quickly. <laughs> so in a good way, I, it was very serendipitous is the word I love to use when I'm talking about this, just because it happened. So, and not to say like good things, good things definitely take work, but in this situation, it just kind of rolled. Like it happened quickly and naturally um we had a phone call with her she rich was on the call so obviously she loved him too which is not point for for me um and his experience you know so i think she felt comfortable um knowing that you know i didn't personally have um experience owning a business but had been in sales my entire career and then rich having that business ownership experience so uh, us kind of knowing charlotte she felt really comfortable and she was like well She's like, I would love to meet you guys. I don't know if you're going to be in New York anytime soon. And my best friend, again, back to her, lives in New York. And we actually had already had flights to go to see them like the week later. Wow. So we're like, we're going to be in New York next week. So then we met with her. Totally then, meant to be. That's so crazy. you buy a dress and then you end up buying the business. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, awesome. It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's how it happened, which is pretty cool, I think. Do your design and art skills play into your day to day at all? I mean, are you able to create vision for your brides and, you know, through your artwork and then sort of transpose that into their dress or a direction? Yeah, I mean, the the design aspect of it is still kind of college history. I I would love to resurface that at some point and with us having and me having relationships with our designers now, you know, just through um, being in this business that 
could be something maybe I dabble in or try to dabble in in the future. But I think definitely like the styling aspect of it and really um, understanding what the bride's looking for and their vision and being able to translate that. Um, so being a good listener and then having that kind of eye for styling is like a big portion of it. So that's definitely the creative aspect. I would say that. I love it. And we're, uh, I'm on your website right now and I have not been into the store or the shop, but it looks incredible. I, I know I follow you on Instagram and it's got that like just new vibe. Like if you walk in there, it doesn't seem like kind of an old school, like just a, like, you know what it used to be. Like you go in here and you have light up signs, like, isn't she lovely? And you're actually in an amazing location, 1233 West Moorhead street. Uh, it's kind of old school and tell us a little bit about how you chose that location. Um, and, and, and what is the experience like when you walk in the door? Yeah, I think the experience is so important. And honestly, I just think about millennials and the generation that we're in and we don't go to a restaurant unless it's good food and a good vibe. I mean, we will, there's a few that will make the exception, but I feel like just in general, um, with anything we're doing our research, whether it's picking a restaurant or, you know, whatever the case is, you want to have like a good vibe, a cool environment and also quality at the same time. And so that was really what made me feel like I needed to open lovely here. Um, I think, you know, there's great bridal shops in the area. They've been around, many of them have been around for years, but I felt like that experience and that like really modern and like new, fresh environment was missing from the industry. So um, the experience is really important and definitely part of why brides shop with us. Um, as far as the building, our uh, commercial realtor, Clifford Blankasat with Blank Realty, he, um, he and I were speaking and I said, I want something like really cool that has reclaimed beams and brick, exposed brick and, and whatnot. And he's like, I think I have the perfect place. He's like, when you walk in, don't be scared because they literally have like a, one of the walls was painted black. It was felt very dark, um, but it had natural light and just a lot of potential. And we walked in and I was like, yep, this is the one. That's awesome. That we had mm -hmm. Cliff on the, uh, on our podcast as well. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's yeah. great. We love yeah. him. Yeah. He's, so He's a great golfer too. He is. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder why Rich and him have never invited me to play. I got to get my, get my strokes in here. Um, well, tell us how the, how the business is going right now, just with the environment and, and COVID and all, we can't have events. Uh, weddings are obviously generally like glamorous events and everyone's there and full of love and we can't even hardly hug our friends right now and feel comfortable with it. Right. What are you all experiencing there? And, and, uh, how is that going as a whole for you? Yeah. So what I can say is as far as our business, I mean, we were of course shut down for a period of time. Um, we opened, I opened the shop in November of 19. And so, um, we were off to a really hot start, which I'm very grateful for because of, you know, with us having to shut down, if we didn't get off to such a great start, that would have definitely impacted our ability to kind of make it out on the other side, I think. Um, you know, and I, I feel for so many businesses out there that are in that position. Um, as far as where we're at now, when we reopened, we, the city definitely embraced us being open. Um, you know, we have been taking precautions with limiting our appointment count and limiting the amount of guests our brides can bring with them. Um, but the thing that's positive in our, you know, at least in in um, 
for my shop, our lead time is we recommend brides shop with us basically a year out from their wedding date. Um, our store is, is all samples. So the bride will come in, they'll try on a dress. When they find the one, we'll actually take their measurements and we order that dress essentially custom made for them with the designer. And that takes time. And that's a longer lead time than definitely some of the other shops in the in the area who either carry stock inventory of gowns or they just have a much shorter lead time based on where the gowns are produced and, and however all that works for them. But um, so with that being said, although weddings are impacted now, um, brides, you know, a year from now that have wedding dates are, are shopping with us. So we're always kind of like in that window of, you know, ideally a year out. We definitely have lots of rush brides as well who are like, oh my God, like I waited too long. Can I still buy my dress with you? And so we do our best to help them. Absolutely. It's amazing that people sometimes don't look at lead times and you know, pay attention. Oh, yeah. To that. Just, yeah, we experienced that too. We're just, in the custom. Yeah. We're, I'm, custom just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think what you bring to the table is a lot of energy. You seem to be very passionate about this, um, but ultimately you are creating a solution for people in this region so they don't have to go to New York, right? They don't feel that they have to go to a different city to get that A plus, just top of the line experience that I think every bride wants and probably every bride deserves, right? Um, what is your ideal client if you were, you know, speaking to people in this area that are looking for this type of experience? What does your ideal client look like? And 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 speak to them and and say, you know, maybe if we have a, a mom and dad listening and, and maybe their daughters, you know, had just gotten engaged or thinking about it, and maybe they've never heard about it. Like, what is the ideal client and and what are you looking for out of that match as well? Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest differentiators besides the experience are the designers that we carry. Um, and those majority of them are exclusive to my shop and exclusive in North Carolina. So I have that um, exclusivity right, I guess, to carry those designers, which is, you know, definitely an advantage for us. Um, and those designers like Ruta Sen and Lover Society and Sarah Seven, Alexander Greco, they're very, um, they're, they're traditional, but with a twist, some of them are super bohemian. And honestly, I just feel like that's the way the industry is moving kind of away from super, super traditional, um, you know, nothing wrong with tradition. And I totally respect that, but our vibe is kind of more for that cool effortless want something a little bit different cutting edge. Um, but still with a traditional twist, that's our ideal bride and, and their vibe and what they're looking for. Um, so we're definitely targeting that more modern, that more modern day bride who wants that type of look. Um, as far as price point, we range from 2000 to 4,200. And our average gown is probably right around 2,700. So um, that's our ideal client is someone shopping within that window. Um, and just, you know, keeping that transparent always. That's all over our website. And we make that really clear when um, brides are actually booking their appointment with us. They have to select um, you know, obviously their wedding date, how many guests they're bringing, the designers that they like, and also their price point. We want to make sure that the brides are coming in to our shop, you know, that they understand where we are pricing wise, what our lead times are, and making sure that we're a good fit for them as well. Um, and lead time, of course, is the last thing I'll mention. We can definitely accommodate shorter lead time brides. So I would say a bride who's shopping anywhere from six months to a year out from their wedding date is probably the ideal timeline. I love that. Tell us a little bit about your staff. Um, you know, going in, obviously, 
we, we talk about this. You're only as good as your entire team. Uh, and I, I have a feeling you, you create an amazing experience, but I, I'm always curious. So like when you watch these, these shows, like say yes to the dress, my wife loves it. Um, <laughs> you can see, I mean, they might bring the whole city into this thing. And I always talk about like, if you have too many cooks in the kitchen, the meal's not going to turn out the way you want it. So tell me about your staff and what does that look like? Because I feel like there's a lot of, uh, and, and this is terrible to say, but I'm not terrible. Maybe it is what it is. I, I've seen Say Yes to the Dress so many times. Like I've literally watched it enough to know that like there are many of the times the, the woman loves a dress and then like her entourage are like, oh God, no, that is terrible. And you can just see like her face just drop like this was the one. Like how do you, how do you deal with that? Because it's like such an important moment. And I don't know. I'm just curious to, to to understand a little bit about your staff and how they make that experience great. And then how do you deal with the uh, with with too many cooks in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Have to agree with that that whole idea. As far as staffing, um, we have a full time manager. Her name's Allie. She came from the bridal industry, and hiring her was probably one of the best decisions that I made with. Um, opening the shop. That was definitely something I was concerned about going into this. I personally didn't have experience selling dresses. So I went through training in New York and, you know, I, I got to know their, their process and um, understand that. But I, you know, opening the store, I had never sold a dress personally. So I was really hoping to bring someone on who already had that experience. And I was lucky enough to find Allie. Um, and like I said, she has that bridal experience. She's just so great with brides. I think personality is so important in this industry because um, you need to be able to run the appointment and control the appointment, but also make sure the bride feels heard and the family feels heard and, and make sure you're following the direction that they're giving you. So it's really a balance of that. And I think that's a really important skill set when you're hiring someone in customer service, but really in this um, specific industry in general. So she's a rock star. She's our bridal guru. Our brides love her. Moms love her. Everyone loves her. So that helps. Um, and I also have a part-time girl, Savannah. She's amazing as well. Also came from bridal. Um, and she kind of floats as needed based on appointment count. Um, same thing. She's a really good listener. She understands our designers and our lead times. And she's really good at, you know, directing our brides as well. Um, and lastly, we're bringing on an intern soon. So she's going to begin to um, learn that process and my goal is that once we're back up to full appointment count capacity, like we were before um, the pandemic, that she'll be able to start taking appointments. So I'm excited to bring her on. She can kind of get her feet wet without getting thrown into the fire, essentially. So she'll be coming on this weekend. Oh, wow. Well. Heck yeah. yeah. How are you? Are you like staggering appointments right now? Or is your client base or are they comfortable coming in? How is that going for you? Yeah. So... In the past, we had not had a specific limit per se. We allowed the bride to bring up to five guests. And honestly, that's kind of where the too many cooks in the kitchen um, idea comes into play. I'm a big proponent on less is more. When you're coming to make a big decision, uh, you need to be able to be clear-headed. And, and honestly, your opinion is the most important. Yes, you want mom, grandma, sister, aunt, friend, whatever the <laughs> case is. Um, but my recommendation and my suggestion to all future brides when they're shopping for their dress is bring two people that you really, really trust. And once you find the dress, you can always have a second appointment to bring the crew and kind of show them like, hey, guys, unveiling of the dress. This is the one I chose and pop some champagne and, and celebrate. But when you're making that decision, it's so much, I think, 
better for the bride and just to have a clearer mindset when they have less guests with them. That, that goes to, to my question. What is your advice for brides right now when they're, they're shopping for a dress? Cause I, I can imagine not only, maybe this isn't just a COVID question, just in general, like in, in the year 2020, what are, what's kind of the advice you would give them and what do they need to be thinking about from, I guess, from yes, say when you say yes to now, you know, like once you get engaged, I remember when we got engaged, I think my wife was shopping for the dress before we even got off the sailboat. I mean, it was just like <laughs> the, the wedding was planned before the boat even docked. And I'm like sitting here like unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's your advice to uh, to brides to be in, in this whole process? Yeah, I would say a big piece of advice is limit the amount of guests that you bring with you and just be really mindful of who you're bringing when you're shopping um, and make sure that you really trust their opinion and that you know, that those are the people that you feel are really necessary to be with you. So keeping the crew as small as possible is a big piece. And also don't wait to shop for your dress. I mean, with us specifically. So um, just with our lead time and especially through all of this, of course, there's times that are going to be unpredictable and we can't control that. And our designers can't control if their facilities are shut down and their seamstresses can't sew and create the gowns. So, you know, obviously it's a it's a trickle effect and and that impacts all the way up the chain of who we work with. Um, so don't wait because you don't know how, you know, maybe you're giving yourself six extra months, but it's a good thing. With us just coming through this for sure, that's a big piece. I mean, make sure you have ample amount of time and a little extra window of time for any what if or um, you know, alterations or any delays that could happen, unforeseen delays, you know, of course. Um, so yeah, just giving yourself the amount of time you need. What would you say is your favorite part about owning Lovely Bride at this point? Um, well, a true, a true sales rep at heart. I mean, I, for me, it's been really humbling to see how well we've done from when, like the day we opened to now. Um, you know, Rich, of course, helps me with all the financials and we've definitely exceeded, um, you know, where I even thought we would be and as far as sales. Um, so that's that's been really incredible. And that's a big thing for me. I mean, I'm a big numbers girl as well. Every month I'm really planning and, um, you know, gauging and seeing where we're at and how we can do better and what we need to focus on in the store and, you know, just communicating that with my staff. Um, so that's a big piece of it for sure. And honestly, the other piece is just like seeing the brides come in and their families and hearing them say like, oh my gosh, like this place is so cute. And I love how like private the experience is and you were all so helpful and like the dresses just look like no nowhere else. And, you know, that validation um, when I was opening the shop, I thought it was a great idea, but I was like, I really hope I'm right when I'm <laughs> you know, assuming the city of Charlotte and surrounding state even and states are going to agree. Um, so that validation has been really incredible and just seeing how it's all unfolded has been amazing. That's awesome. So I have a, a question. So we have two entrepreneurs under the same roof with you and Rich, Rich owning Hoppin Brands, which is it's Hoppin and Penthouse and Studio and Two Scoops. And I know I mentioned or forgetting a couple. Um, what is it like to be married to an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur and what is that like at the dinner table? Well, sometimes at the dinner table, it's looking at your phone, which isn't always a good thing. <laughs> I'm just 
confusing. Um, honestly, I think one of the things that maybe I personally bring to the table, and of course, Rich, without Rich, I wouldn't have opened this business. I mean, I want to say that first. He, you know, has has that experience, but also motivated me and reassured me at times that I was scared to quit my full-time job. I mean, I was in sales for however many years and I was making great money and I had a ton of flexibility and I was like, you know, I would love to do this as far as passion goes, but I'm like, I want to make sure this makes sense. And so it was scary. Um, but having that support from him was, you know, on that unwavering support was what really pushed me to open, open lovely. So, you know, got to give it to him for that because it wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened without him. Um, but, you know, I think at times he gets wrapped up into being busy and I do as well. But one of the things I try to bring to the table is that balance and just, you know, reminding ourselves like, Hey, between eight to five, we can do a lot if we're really strategic and like spending our time where we need to spend it. And then, you know, after that, we can focus on our family, focus on each other and our relationship. And, um, you know, he's come a long way. I think right before we met and even at the beginning of when we met, he was opening Hoppin. Um, he was kind of a workaholic, which, you know, that ambition was really attractive to me. Um, but, you know, helping him to see how important it is to bring that balance. And it almost, he says it himself. He's like, it makes me better in the time that I am putting my time and energy into the businesses and, and work and all of that. Um, so balance is super important. That's what I can say. I love that. So tell us about the future. What is, what are we to expect in the future? Because we are just at the very beginning stages of Lovely Bride. You haven't even been opened a year. Um, and I'm, I know you'll be excited to celebrate that, but what can we expect in the, in the future from, from, uh, from Lovely Bride? Yeah. I mean, I personally am looking at opportunities to open another location at some point. Um, I think maybe through the pandemic would put a little bit of a halt on that. Um, but in the next couple of years, I'll be interested in potentially doing that as long as the market's a good fit. So, um, you know, there are other lovely shops. There are how many? 18 of us now. So um, just really identifying where the, the gaps are, uh, kind of like Charlotte. I mean, to me, that was a no brainer. So finding another city or area like Charlotte that um, would really embrace the shop would be something I'm interested in doing um, and just continuing to grow, grow our sales here. I love that. Well, if you are listening, please like, share, comment, go check out Lovely Bride. Check them out on Instagram as well. They have an amazing Instagram page. Uh, check out the Charlotte specific webpage here. Take a look at the store. It's incredible. Um, and definitely when you uh, when you get married or your kids are getting married, give them a shot. Uh, I, I know it'll be an amazing experience. And and I, I think, you know, with Lovely Bride, you've done a really good job of identifying what your target market is being very upfront about what the experience is going to be like. And, and I think that does, that, that, that kind of takes away the, the anxiety and the, the, the process, right? Like if you don't really know, it's kind of a different thing to go through, especially in the biggest moment in your life. So, um, Rianne, we really do appreciate you coming on the brand motors podcast. Congratulations on starting, you know, this, it's amazing to have another one here in Charlotte, but one that's doing things a little bit different. And, uh, look, everything rich touches turns into gold. Clearly, <laughs> Clearly, uh, you are, are jumping on that as well, but I think you do bring a really good, 
um, you know, piece to that equation, not only being his wife, I love what you said about, you know, the flexibility and, and understanding that if we're smarter, not we work smarter, not harder and, and understanding that you need to have that flexibility in life. And uh, it's so exciting. So congratulations on getting married. Congratulations on opening Lovely Bride. Congratulations on being flexible and changing kind of your pattern right now during COVID. And, you know, congratulations on everything. And we're really excited to follow the journey. And um, I'm excited that this was your first podcast and we are excited to get this out for, for everyone. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you guys so much. This was so fun and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Rianne. Awesome. Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.